it's not, uh, it doesn't get nearly as much of the, um, of the praise that it gets. And I will also say, as someone who also like has enjoyed myself in every Aronofsky film I've seen in theaters, mm -hmm. uh, I feel like he's got to be the most overrated director of all time. Yeah, I agree. I can totally see that that thing. Um, I don't think I've ever come out of one of his movies like wowed. Like I actually had a decent time in Mother, even though I thought Mother was stupid. And like people like hate Mother. Yeah. And I get I get why. I totally get why anyone would hate Mother. Hmm. Very fascinating way to start our episode today. Yeah. Let's uh let's get going. About uh, not not Darren Aronofsky's uh The Whale. Not the whale. Not the whale. We did. Um today we are talking about the one of the most anticipated movies of twenty twenty three. Yes, the story of the beloved Christmas mascot. <laughs> I love the memes where they're like when the other cocaine bear gets a movie before you and it's a sad uh polar bear. That's so funny. It's yeah. That's you know what it's I am happy those exist. I haven't actually seen any jokes about the Coca-Cola bears at all until this just came to mind. <laughs> I'm happy I was not the first. Um, so we're here to talk about Cocaine Bear, uh, a movie that wears its like it is the title. It, it wears its title on its sleeve, and you know, God bless it. We can end this episode in five minutes. We could, I feel like, but we're not guests. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what we're doing right now are the privilege. And no, for sure. Only the results. Only the result of us is willing to hang out and, and dick around. Successes of American capitalism. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're we're talking about cocaine bear. Um so I got no share outline with me. Oh I thought I hit the share button. And it's not appearing. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, what am I gonna put in the outline? <laughs> cocaine bear. Did you need the description? I can make up a description and I make up the description. Tell me what is drug war. Consequences seem to affect the US that Yeah? Yeah. So it, it's funny that this movie does start with like a whole bunch of like, say, just say no ads. I forgot about that. Yeah, because it's like the, like the old, like the TV ads of like, oh, this is your brain on drugs. You have to build historical content. You do. And you know, I think that's, that's why this movie works well, especially being set in the 80s when this happened. Because of the historical, of historical context, like this is this is the height of like the drug craze in the United States. Yeah, like we like to say that like oh, people are too pearl clutchy about things today. No, but man, these boomers back then were these freaking out. They were freaking out, but they were also so boomers back then would have been thirty. So it wouldn't have been the boomers. It would have been boomers would have been uh. The boom, Patrick Bateman would be a would be a boomer. They would have been they would would be the problem. Yeah. Probably, yeah, they would have been the problem. Probably, still in that generation, the older generation, right? They were freaking out about the bears and not the bears, about the drugs, about the drugs. Eighty-five, uh, great Super Bowl season. <laughs> Offenses across the NFL were terrified. 
terrified, I say. Of the Chicago Bears? This is how much Javi does not know about football. Yes, let's let's explore this thing. There, the Chicago Bears fans have nothing to brag about besides. It's literally the only thing we talk about. So for the fact for you not know that reference, it's like when I taught Sunday school and I was like, "Hey kids, where are there snakes in the Bible?" I love the idea of your possible students hearing you talk about Sunday school. <laughs> Sorry, children, indeed. Um, so, all right. So I think anybody who listens to this has already seen it. Uh, movies about a bear that does cocaine. Yeah. Uh, cocaine goes missing. Shenanigans happens. Nice. Um, overall, I think this movie is a lot of fun. We should just make a fake plot points to this movie. Make fake plot points? Yeah. We could. The, the actor who plays the bear line, um, <laughs> Which, another another great movie. This this has been the year of the creature feature, I think. The creature feature. I love it. And you know what? This might be my least favorite one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not. It's not bad. It's not bad. It just means that there's been a lot of good creature features. Yeah. Like we've, and not just like necessarily this year, but like in the past couple of years, we've had the Meg. The Meg. Um, if we're counting the Meg, then the Meg is my least favorite creature feature. I really had fun with the Meg. I, I am so excited for the sequel. I, the sequel, assuming that it goes crazier than the. Um, than the actual film bit. Now you you keep talking, fill some airspace. I'm going to go close this door. Uh, sure. So noise does not pollute. Noise does not pollute our hearts. Our silky smooth microphones that I worked very hard on recently to get working. Um. So yeah, dead space. Yeah. Dead space. Dead space indeed. I like how you say like let's fill up some dead space and I, I know exactly what you mean, but my only thing in my brain is like the game. The game. <laughs> so that, that's just that's just where I'm at. Um. But now that you're back, because you were gone for so so long, so long. So long. Um. Let's go ahead and just get into into the main. Let's dive into. Let's dive into some cocaine bears. So first. Just first. Can't be the first one who made that joke. Oh, absolutely not. Um, so the, the whole thing with Cocaine Bear that I think is funny is it's a movie that is very uneven. Does that make sense? Like, there are some really, really funny moments, and then there are some stretches where you're just like, holy shit. It suffers from too long, syndrome. Yes. It suffers from too long. Even though it does get going right away, it, it, it's after that initial... Bit of exposition. Mm -hmm. I feel like it suffers from takes too long to get in with the main plot. And, and all right, so I actually do have the actual synopsis here, and and you can just tell from the synopsis that like something is not quite right. Let's see, Ronald Reagan mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, criminals, tourists, and teens converge on a Georgia forest where a black bear goes on a murderous rampage after ingesting cocaine. Mm. And I'm like, yes, that's what the movie's about. But also the fact that you have four different groups. It is a lot of people. Holy shit. It's too many people. Too many people. I think this movie, if you cut out, and I'm not the first person to say this, but I think if you cut out the tourists, like the whole thing with, um, what's his name? The guy from Game of Thrones. Oh. Remember, he plays a tourist. Uh, yeah. Um, I, why am I blinking? Yes. If you cut him out, if you cut out the whole thing with the family, right? And you just have the criminals, like trying to get their cocaine back. Yeah. I think that's a better. 
it's a better structure for a film. Yes. I actually thoroughly enjoy the two kids in this movie. I do, but I also feel like that just adds... It adds a lot. A lot. This is... So the millions of fans at home don't know this, but sometime in my first few years teaching, I would, like... I would fall asleep through a lot... Not through a lot of movies that I would see. Mm-hmm. Frequently fall asleep. I remember you fell asleep through uh, Midsummer. Yeah, I fell asleep. You fell asleep for, like, a whole hour of that. I was a tired sponge. Since then, I've not been as much of a tired sponge. But I will say, I think this... I don't want to make this movie feel like it was like so boring because it wasn't. It wasn't. It was. It was a lot of fun in many. Wait, hold on one second. Mm-hmm. Your asshole. Okay, that should be better. Okay, our sound. I like how I was bragging about our sound. Crystal clear. Our crystal clear sound, and I had selected the wrong microphone. Yeah. <laughs> so you're gonna be like not there for the first like five minutes of this show. They're not gonna hear my. uh, They're not gonna hear my. um, Your synopsis. My Ronald Reagan synopsis. Go ahead and tell our our, our synopsis again. The synopsis of this film was after the Dare Lions' untimely death, President Reagan's interference (laughs) with the drug war (laughs) spills into nature, and consequences affect man, woman, and child. Man, woman, and child. Yeah. Woman. 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 Yeah. 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 Anyway, they're it's their history month, Javier. Show some respect. Show some respect. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, woman. Uh, but anyway. Oh, sorry. Uh, is it female? Or women? Hi, yeah. That was a conver- that was a whole conversation yesterday. Female is not usually respectful when used as a noun. Yes. But as an adjective. There you go. Yeah. See? Yes. Context. I was right. Yeah. I said context. Anyway, um, so you were saying. I was saying. That you are no longer a tired sponge. So I'm not as, I'm not as much of a tired sponge as I used to be by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I don't want to make it seem like this movie was boring because it wasn't. It was it, it was a lot of fun, but it was it was boring enough in certain places where I actually did briefly fall asleep during this movie. Yeah. And it and I always feel like it's because you cut away to a lot of these things that are not as exciting. Yeah. Like you, you have a trajectory that you're going with, with a, a really crazy premise. And then you cut away to like a throwaway character that's unrelated. Correct. For, or it at least feels unrelated. And it's just too much. I think if you would have had just like the cops interacting with the criminals, I think that's plenty. I know they added the kids because you, the kids They're, are good actors, though. They are, yeah. and you're cheering for them. And don't get me wrong, I love Carrie Russell. She's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just I just think that's a whole added layer. Is she related to Kurt and Wyatt, or no? I don't think so. Gotcha. I don't think so. I'll look this up. You can look it up. Yeah. Um, I do think that everybody who is in the movie does a good job, though. So, like, I can't be too mad. No. That, like, they're there. Um, I think Alden... Uh, Eric, Eric right? Han Solo. Right? Han Solo. Yeah. He does a good job at playing like this kind of sad sap who just does not want to be here. He does a great job. I enjoy him. I enjoy the David. Uh, David, David was great. David was great. I enjoy the older cop who gets the who gets the little <laughs> 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 who is. You know, they for the poor guy. He's he's a one day away from retirement guy. That's what it is. Wanted a tough dog. 
Yeah. And got a little like a shih tzu little, type of dog. Um, an ugly dog. Yeah. A cute dog. Cute dog, but. But I would not have wished it death, unlike some people in our theater. Yeah. That reminds me, dude. People were, people were like, eat that dog. And I'm like, why? Why do you want the dog? Was it those people? It was those people. Should we tell the crowd right now about those people? Or should yes. we wait to Let, Let's talk yeah. about, about those people. Yeah. So this is a movie that. You you watch the premise and you go, we're gonna have fun. Yes. But these people showed up to the drunk to the theater drunk. Too much fun. On a on a Friday night. At six. At six. Yes. That is not drunk time. So, I know they say it's five PM somewhere, but I'm uh, sorry. I was I was a little kinder to them at Javi, but I will say six six PM is not the time to show up drunk to the theater. Here's the thing. You also were not in line with them for twenty minutes waiting for popcorn. That's true. Oh man, they were talking about Joe Biden's America. Oh no! Yeah, uh huh. I didn't know they were Republicans. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> there go my sympathies. There go your sympathies. They were they were dressed in their Chicago Bears jerseys. They were. Um, they had a, a Chicago Bears like furry like bear hat. Oh, is that specifically a Chicago Bears thing? You know, it's become a Chicago Bears thing. I don't know if it specifically is, but there is a super fan who wears that exact same hat. And attends all the games. Oh. Um, so I, I I think that probably actually. Most or near most people who own them in Illinois probably have it because of because of that person. Is this a response to Wisconsin Packers and their cheese heads? They go, we need a headdress of our own. I won't say no, but I do think we need a headdress of I do think we need a headdress of our own. The best one I've seen is the cheese grater. I think that one's funny. That one's very funny. That one's funny, and I think it's also like not specific to your team. So any team can wear team. that against the Packers yeah. game. Exactly. That's a fuck you. Exactly. That's, that's that's cute. The biggest XFL fan on this podcast knows yes. the NFL. I do. The Whoa, XFL. Battle Hawks. Go Battle Hawks. Kaka. <laughs> Speaking of which, they played today and I missed the game. Oh, no. I was at the zoo. I was oh, watching no. bears. Oh, you missed the XFL. <laughs> I missed the XFL to go see some real live bears some that real. do not do cocaine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so we have we have our, our, our cocaine bear who is uh, CG as shit. CG as shit. But, all right. But this it, is the problem. It will rip your limb off. It will, absolutely. There is a, a a problem that happens a lot when people use CG animals, mm-hmm. where, obviously, it's CG. Like, very rarely does it ever look, like, perfect one-to-one. There's been some movies where you're like, damn, that looks great. I would say this bear looked worse than the lion in Beast. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Um, but... At the same time, I'm like, if you're watching a movie where a bear is going on the rampage, mm-hmm. like, are you really expecting these actors to be performing with a real life bear? No, Hell no. Yeah. And and you know, if we can get this fun movie, and all it takes is me having to sit through like some not super fantastic CG, like I'm okay with that. Yeah, exactly. That was a big problem with the movie RRR. Which I still haven't seen. I was so mad. I wanted to see it. They were playing. It was playing today, but only at um, Regal. Is it not on Netflix anymore? It is, but I... I you right. wanted to see it. So my, my thinking on the movie is it's a three-hour-long movie. Yeah. And I feel to. like if I'm going to give this movie, like, 
the the respect that apparently like it absolutely deserves because everybody's like so high on it. Like I feel like I need to give it my undivided attention, and I cannot do that if I'm watching that shit at home. That's true. On Netflix. That's very true. Um, but anyway, like people complain about like, oh, there's lions, and the lions are CG, and I'm like, yeah, these lions are like tearing people apart in like a big fight scene. You're not gonna have real lions. I think my. I I think my tolerance for like CG and bad CG in movies is higher than the average bear. <laughs> yes, pun intended. The okay, so Ant Man's the last episode we recorded. Mm-hmm. Right? There were points like like the a lot of the battle sequences and like the um a lot of the battle sequences were good. A lot of the baddies were good, but there were point, points where I could tell that Paul Rudd and what's her name were just like standing in front of a big ass screen. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It it really bothers some people. Yeah, I'll say that it didn't. It wasn't good, right? I'll be like, oh, okay. Like yes, you can tell, you, you know, you know exactly what you're seeing. Yeah, but I don't know. It, if if anything, I do blame the studio, especially with like all the um, you know, with what's with what's been happening with CG artists and mm-hmm. how they've been getting used and abused. Um, sorry. Yeah, but. but but yeah, I'm I'm willing to tolerate a lot of bad CG. Yeah, yeah. I I live through the Mummy Returns. I I can live through pretty much anything else. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, so let let's talk a little bit. So right at the beginning, the the movie basically cuts or like fast tracks itself through its like real world events, mm-hmm. which is some guy is throwing cocaine off of a plane. Yep. He goes to jump off and his parachute doesn't open. Yeah. He dies. They find some cocaine. And then a couple months later, they find the bear dead. Yeah. And that's. And that was the inspiration. That's the extent of that. And that's all you need. That's all you need. Yeah. Uh, I, I do find it fun that they go. Somebody went, well, what what is the illogical conclusion here? Let's make a movie about that. Yeah. Right? Because, yeah. like, I feel like there's been movies where they take way more liberties with real life events to sure. less less exciting degrees. Well, I mean, this is, you know, the, the Dahmer. I didn't watch the Dahmer docuseries. I don't want to get into this whole, um, I don't want to get into this whole rabbit trail now. I understand there were some inaccuracies where they're not, that were problematic. Some, I think, but. Yeah. But there's nothing problematic about this these inaccuracies, right? This is just good, clean. Well, not clean, but it's, <laughs> it's you know, it's it's good fun. What if? From what I hear, yeah. apparently there is like a really good book yeah. and like docu series about like the the, like the coke stuff. Not necessarily the coke bear, right? But like the events leading up to this, like the whole drug, like smug drug smuggling, and how even like a lot of police were involved in. Mm. And like the whole conspiracy and all that. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that's really good. Um, so there is something there, but I, I do find that like we we've actually talked about how we don't have a lot of straight comedies. And I, you know what? I feel like they might be starting to make a comeback because last year we had the unbearable weight of massive talent. Not a straight comedy. I'd say it's a straight up comedy. It's okay. So it's not a dramedy. No, but it's it's definitely an action comedy. I mean, okay, this new dog movie that's coming out that looks great. This is that's a straight up comedy. Fair, fine, 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 fine. The the uh, the movie Champions is is it's a 
pitching itself as a sports comedy. So the um, this is this is a tangent. There's some tangents. There's this movie on Netflix that popped up on my feed, and it, it came up on the big banner of cops. I mm-hmm. thought it was new. Fucking Jason Bateman, Tina Fey, um, Yellow Jacket, um, Jane Fonda. Um, what movie is this? Okay, so it's it's it came out in 2014. What? Um, yeah, it it was. Um, oh shoot. This is where I leave you. Yeah, that's what that's what it's called. This is where I leave you. It's a comedy that is like kind of a mid script, and all the actors in it. You're like, wow, what a cast! How did you end up here? Rose Byrne, Adam Driver, Connie Britton, yeah, Timothy Oliphant's in this movie. Catherine Hahn, Catherine Hahn, Jesus, it's it's almost part of it. Like part of its mediocrity is actually. Part of it's, excuse me. Part of its mediocrity is actually what makes it so appealing. I've seen this. You've seen the whole movie. I've seen this movie. Yeah, yeah. It's like kind of forgettable, but you're like, how are all these people in like like in I'm such not even, a mid movie? I'm not even the biggest Tina Fey fan in the world, but I'm like, damn, she's underused in this movie. Like when you have Tina Fey and Jason Bateman in a film, and they're not like the and they're not like, oh, Adam Driver's in this movie? Yeah. Pre, um... Pre-Star Wars? Pre-Force Awakens. Is this pre-Girls? No, because it came out, comes out in 2014. When was Girls? I don't know, but I thought that was what... I thought well, that maybe was it was 2012 I thought that was his claim to fame. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Anyway, how we got on here, I don't know. But that was... Anyway, that's a, it's a straight-up comedy. In a way, in a way, I guess yeah. we could... We could uh, it was 2012, by the way. In a way, we can kind of pivot here, because I feel like this is a movie where... All of the actors that are in this movie are utilized very well. Yes. Like having having O'Shea Jackson Jackson Jr. and Alden Ehrenreich like just shooting the shit is very good. Like they're both strong strong. Like they're they're both known for like a lot of like more serious roles. Yeah. But like here, they're they're having to do like comedic things, and they are both very good. Uh, Ray Liotta, I think. R.I.P. Last role. Y- yeah. Well, not really. Well, I heard it was the last role. It's one of his last roles. I think this is the first one coming out after he died. Mm. Uh, there's I think two or three more. Okay. That are coming out. Um, but I, you know, he he does a good job at playing like a dick. Yeah. Uh very, very hateable, which is, you know, what you need in the movie. That, like, right. In the movie that that is kind of from the beginning telling you like, hey, this bear, yes, he's the main When you have animal when you have man versus nature movies, you do need like you a, need hateable, a, dick. a hateable dick. You need you need the what's um Angelina Jolie's dad's name? Oh I don't remember. He was in Anaconda. He plays like an asshole in Anaconda. Yeah. Uh you need someone to get eaten at the end of the movie, basically. Correct. Right. And I think he does a good job right away of just not being likable. Yeah. Uh just he he he's kind of like, hey, I'm having to take care of my of my grandson. <laughs> I need you to get his dad because I'm fucking tired of dealing with this <laughs> shitty grandson. Uh which is, you know, fair, I get. Yeah. Um, but it, it does kind of then 
like I said, I think if we had more time to spend with these characters, it would have been better right. to spend more time with Eddie and David and, and figuring out that relationship. Because at, at the end, like you're told that like they're friends and like they're like best friends. Mm-hmm. But other than like we work together, right. that's really all that all you get. All that you get. Right. And it's implied that there's something else there. You don't really get it. Uh, we also have the ranger. Mm-hmm. The horny uh, park ranger, yeah, who is trying to impress her boss. Which what a great kill! I don't think it's her boss. I think it's I, I think it's like a contractor who brings. Cause he he's the guy who brings in Smokey the Bear, right? Yeah, I don't think it's her boss. I think it's um just like some because it, it it almost felt like he was a, like she said something about like an evaluation or a tour. So I don't know. That's why I was yeah. like maybe he's like it felt like know. he was like another from like another branch of the park service. Maybe like his specialty is whatever fire prevention. Yeah. yeah. So that that was that. Uh, which yeah, you were right. That that is one of the better kills yeah, in the movie. Both those kills are great. Which, by the way, I was kind of surprised by how hard the movie went on the with, kills. Like on the kills. Yeah. Um, because the first kill that you see in the movie is the bear eating one of the tourists. And it's off screen. I think all you see is the leg. And it's not Tormund, right? It's, it's the, not Tormund. It's, it's his wife. Which is crazy. Like, well, crazy. It, 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 it's Elizabeth Banks who directs this, right? Yes. It is interesting that a female director went with the trope of the first death being the hapless. Female. Yeah. She's not hapless. I think if, from what I remember, she was like kind of bitchy. I can't, I can't remember that well. I don't know that she was bitchy. She was kind of like... Um, oh, with his band. That's what it is. Yes. I couldn't tell she was supposed to be unlikable or not, but like... No, because she's... <laughs> that conversation is actually pretty funny. Because yeah. he's like, yeah, you know, for like the wedding, uh, you know how you said your brother was going... I would rather your brother's band not play <laughs> because they're just not... <laughs> he's like, what? Yeah. Your brother's band? Yeah. Which, uh, which I thought he was going to be the one who was going to die. Because I thought like, oh... He's delusional, so he's gonna get punished by eating, by getting eaten by the bear. Mm-hmm. Then she got eaten by the bear. I'm like, oh, is she like, is she getting punished for being mean to the <laughs> brother? I don't know. Yeah, which is funny because like we usually like to think of movies where someone dies as someone being punished, and I feel like in this movie. I don't know that a lot of people deserve to get mauled by a bear. Well, no, but that's the that's the trope, especially the first kill in a horror movie mm-hmm. or a beast movie. It's it's someone. And they might not even be evil, but they're like, they're they they have some sort of flaw that needs to be taken yes. out on them. Yeah, yeah. And um, so with that, we we then kind of move on to like some of the other characters. We after David and and Eddie finally get kind of settled, they run into some hoodlums. Hoodlums. The hoodlums fight in the bathroom was actually pretty good. What I unlikable hoodlums, by the way. Very unlikable. Yeah. Although I do like the one that ends up like guiding them through the forest to get to the gazebo. Yeah. Uh, that one, I ended up liking some of the jokes that they do with him. Yeah. Where they're like, yeah, you know, me and my homies, we're going to go to New York and all the homies are already dead. Yeah. And then they show like a, a quick cut to like all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up just massacred. Um, we, what do you think of the, you mentioned the kills for the park rangers mm-hmm. um, with the hospital crew, like the ambulance people. Yeah, that was awesome. That was great. Yeah. Um, I like the whole chase scene leading up to that. Uh, the scene where she's wearing the stethoscope mm-hmm. and she just goes, 
that was actually really good. Yeah. It, it was good tension. Um, what was that? That was this chair. Oh, um, we have the the whole scene at the gazebo where they give the bear more cocaine after the old cop finds the poke mm. hidden right in the stash. I vaguely remember. No, yeah. Um, yeah. So that he finds the cocaine. They all kind of. This is where like at least two of our storylines like converge, which is the cops and the baddies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we see that the lady cop also betrays them mm. in this spot. Um, the the bear shows up, and then to get away, the good guy cop. Starts throwing the cocaine at them, right? And that's when he shoots the guy's fingers off. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, "How you managed to shoot two fingers if they're not next to each other?" <laughs> which is, which leads to a very funny scene where he's like, "He's like, pick up my fingers," and he puts them in his back pocket, <laughs> and then the bear sleeps on top of him. What happens with them at the end? Doesn't something happen with the fingers? No, the the dog, the dog ends up eating the fingers. He's like, "What's the dog eating?" Yeah, he's like, "Oh shit, it's fingers." Uh-huh. Um, we. That's really like the extent of the the stuff happens. So we do have a few scenes with these kids mm-hmm. who are we know the daughter of so Kay Russell's daughter is like the girl. Right. Uh, the boy is like their neighbor or friend who has like a shit dad. Yeah. Uh the two boys nice or people, the, the two nice kids people did back then. Yeah. yeah. The two kids um like basically skip school to go die. Like a waterfall, right? With a bunch of she colors. She wants to paint it. She wants to paint the waterfall. Yep. Um, and those are the two kids who I think are are meant to be our like. We want them to be the ones to succeed. Yeah. Above everybody else, right? We yeah. want the kids to survive. They are like the main source of like, Carol. I would say. I think the scene of them eating the coke is my favorite. The scene of them eating the coke yeah. is hilarious. It's my favorite part of the movie. I, I love the scene where the the boy is. He's trying to like act all tough. Yes. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, that's that's, that's like, a lot of the, the cocaine, cocaine that I do all the week. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think you do cocaine. I think, yeah, I do cocaine. <laughs> they take some big comps bites. of cocaine. Big bites. Big bites. Yeah. Holy that, shit. If that was rice, that would be a big bite of rice. <laughs> like, slow down there. Skip. Yeah, so much cocaine. Um, But I, I do think the, the kids also do have some of the funnier lines. Where uh, he's stuck up on the tree, mm-hmm. and he's like, he's like, yeah, the bear did coke, and it's fucked. <laughs> and the guy's like, uh, he's like, well, you know, at least you know we know bears can't climb. He's like, bears can't climb. He's like, why the fuck are you up in this tree then? <laughs> uh, which leads to the, uh, again another really good kill where the bear kills runs up. down one tree, park ranger lover, and then goes up to the park ranger lover. I do love how Elizabeth Banks, like she, the way she communicates a lot of these kills is just by limbs, like being found or like flying away. Because right, right, that's the first like he's de de legged, I think. Right, he gets like completely torn up. Yeah, I don't think he gets like what's it called bifurcated, where you like get cut in half. No. I don't think he does. But like at least one leg. But yeah. yeah. He falls and then a leg falls on top, which does make it like I think. I think one of the things you know, that I enjoy about this movie's silliness is the fact that it is a black bear, because like because black bears are supposed to be the less harmful ones, the less harmful ones. Yeah, uh, and you know, today I made the joke when I went to the to the zoo, 
where I was like, you know, if you, if this movie had been with a grizzly bear, like what what could it be? It would be a nationwide threat. Um, yeah, yeah. So we we have the big bear who does cocaine, and then we are uh, told that the bear is a girl, mm-hmm. and that sets up right away. You go, oh, there's gonna be baby bears. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then baby bears do so much cocaine. Mm-hmm. So that I think is where we can kind of start winding down because I have questions for you. Okay. They've they there's been rumblings that people want some That's, sort of sequel. Okay. Apparently, Asylum is already doing a what Asylum does best. Are you familiar with Asylum? I am not. I was about to ask actually. So Asylum is a movie company. Right. They produce knockoff movies. Okay. So when Transformers came out, they did Transmorphers. Uh, when Snakes on a Plane came out, they did Snakes on a Train. Snakes on a Plane. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so they're doing uh, Meth, Meth Gator. Excellent. Wait, Roz, who is the audience? I know these movies exist, but like, who is Actually, the audience for them? Is Asylum an American studio? I believe so. Let me look it up. That's a good question. Because in this age of streaming, viewers at home, especially for our international audience, if you are not aware of Menards, um, Menards is a great hardware store. You can um, you can save big money. You can save big money. Save big money. They they have pretty much anything you need for like home repair, um, but they also have some like niche excellent items. Like some of the best uh, over the year headphones I got for like thirteen dollars were from Menards. Um, they have a grocery section, and Right by the grocery section, they have like a five dollar like C movie DVD. That's where you find a lot of these movies. A rack, and I'm just like, who is, who is coming to Menards and just picking up like the? I I have an answer for that. Yeah, grandmas and grandpas. That's what I've heard. It's it. They are almost strategically designed to be like to cater to that audience. Yes, but not earnestly. Their their plan is almost like, what's the name of that movie that I wanted to watch? I think it's this one. Yeah. And then you watch it. It's the same one who gets, the kid wanted an Xbox and they got him a GameCube. Basically. The, um, cause the, but then the question that I have as a follow-up is how sustainable is that market now that the average, now that the average age of the grandma and grandpa is getting older? Like they're, old people are not as technologically inept. You know, they used to be. They used to be, right? Yeah. So what's going to happen to all these like $5 shit movies? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, here's the thing. I feel like lately these guys have almost thrived on the lulls. On the lulls, yes. Yeah. Because they've had some massive successes. They Their most popular series is the Sharknado movies. Oh, really? I don't know. And like. That. People love the Sharknado movies. Yeah, uh, they they self-title their movies mockbusters mm. because I mean they they know what it is. They're they're not trying to be something they're not, and it's not even parody. It's more. It's, it's too self-aware. Yeah, to to even be anything. Uh, some examples of movies that they've put out are the day the Earth stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Want to take a guess as to what that movie is, Donna? Um, speed. No, I'm just kidding. 
So still. Um, what about American warships? Battleship? Battleship. Dang. Uh, so like not only are they the Da Vinci Treasure. So not only are they like doing you know Aldi brand movies, but they're doing like Aldi brand shit movies. <laughs> the Pirates of Treasure Island. Wow. <laughs> that one is like that one to me is the most understandable. Like all three of those other movies, like the day the earth stood still was like a classic back in the day. The remake is bad. Um Battleship is bad. Whatever else we mentioned is bad. So I like, am Omega. I am legend. I am legend. I actually I think I heard of I am Omega. Yeah. Yeah. It, and you know, bless them. Yeah. For for doing and, and that's the thing, like this movie almost feels like it would be a result of that. As in cocaine bear cocaine bear itself feels like it would be a feels like it a would mock, be uh, a mockbuster. Yeah. Of what? I don't know. But mm-hmm. so that that's what I, my question is for you. Like, if they were to have a sequel of something on something, what a long time it took for us to get to this question. What a long time. Like, what would I want? What would you want? And I'm, I'm assuming we mean different animals, right? Probably, yeah, or a sequel. PCP is for the drug. PCP, interesting. So it's Silverback Gorilla on PCP. Dude, holy shit! Yeah, that, that sounds wreck. awful. That would wreck. That sounds. Awful. Yeah. A gorilla on anything sounds awful. I think then after that, something back to the water. But once again, I want what I originally wanted for the Meg, where I just want like a million, a million giant sharks. A million giant sharks. Drop all the drugs in the ocean. Here's your problem, though. Revenge of the dolphins. Your problem, your problem is you want Sharknado. I know I want Sharknado. You want Sharknado with you, Jason you, Statham. You want watch Sharknado. I want it. I want it. I, I unironically want Sharknado. There are. I mentioned this in podcast before. Try to get people in college to watch Sharknado with me. Nobody would. Uh, Wicker Man. Nobody would watch Wicker Man with me. Tried to get them to watch the Juggalo documentary. With me. No one would watch. No one would watch the Juggalo documentary with me. And all these people are uncultured and sad. So. Because you never asked me. I would have watched every single one of those with you. That's true. That is true. That's true. All right, friendo. Um, I think that's that's long enough. Yeah, we we talked about this too much. Uh, what, what's I, yours? What's your? Oh, animal? for me? Yeah. Um, you kind of kind of stole, uh, not stole, but you kind of name dropped mine. I want something with dolphins. Yeah, dolphins. Something with dolphins. Dolphins on. Dolphins. Dolphins on meth. Dolphins maybe? on meth, and then octopi on on ecstasy. Ooh. but not as like a action horror movie. Yeah, that'd be more like an erotic. It would be a Darren Aronofsky film, an, an erotic thriller with all of them tentacles. Disgusting! Disgusting! Disgusting. Uh, Shame on you! Hey, <laughs> listen, I'm looking at all of these. I'm looking at all of these titles from. Viewers at home, when you listen to this episode, count the percentage of minutes dedicated to actually discussing cocaine bear. <laughs> because it's and such a simple, ten, it's so. such a simple movie. I was honestly surprised because, like, we saw this shit over a week ago, mm-hmm. right? Um, I was honestly surprised we were even still doing this episode. 
<laughs> hey, we need to pump content out. We need content. Content, um, content. And speaking of content, we are going to be seeing Scream 6. Scream 6. That comes out this week. We also have the uh, Adam Driver versus the Dinosaur. Can't wait. That is also next week. Yeah. What a stacked month. We were talking about it the other day. Yeah, I know. Very stacked. John Wick comes out. John Wick. Uh, D&D. I'm excited out. for both of those. Very good. Yeah. All right, friendo. Uh, thank you for chatting with me about Cocaine Bear. Thank you for chatting uh, with me about Cocaine Bear. See. Yes. And until then. He's Javier. And he is Thano. Bye. Bye.